0: If you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist, chances are that you may have experienced financial abuse. Basically what that means is that the narcissist used money or the idea of money to control you or manipulate you in some way. We're going to go into a little more depth about that during this video, but today QueenBeing.com, our focus is going to be what you can do to start to overcome financial abuse so that you can be free after you get out of a relationship with a narcissist. So, Let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and CPTSDfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So how do you know if you're going through financial abuse and how do you know what to do next? How do you stop the abuse or how do you fix what the narcissist did to you during the relationship? Well, let's start with this. Here are some signs that you might be getting abused by a narcissist on a financial level. If when you met the narcissist or at any other time during a relationship, you were presented with big extravagant gifts and then the narcissist expected you to sort of repay them by doing whatever they said, you might be dealing with financial abuse. If the narcissist flaunts their money at you or if they flaunt their money to other people who have less money than them and use it as a way to control you or other family members, You might be seeing some financial abuse in your relationship. If you are entirely dependent upon the narcissist for your food, your clothing, your shelter, anything you need because they limit your access or completely take away your access to money, if your narcissist steals from you or your family members and expects everybody to be okay with that, if they destroy things you love or things that belong to you without your permission, without remorse, especially when those things had big significance to you before you had the narcissist, or if they commit fraud Against you, or they exploit you financially. If they demand that any inheritance you get or financial gifts you get be given to them in their name, or if they prevent you from acquiring new things that belong to you, if they don't put the house in your name, Also, if they have all the bank accounts in their name, if you work and your paycheck goes in their account and you have no access to it, if they've ruined your credit, if they don't pay you what the court orders them to pay you, if they don't take care of bills that are in your name and then they go and they get more bills in your name, if they've coerced you into signing over anything to them that was yours before you met them, if they have pressured you into signing a power of attorney so they could sign legal documents for you, if they open bank accounts in your name and don't allow you access, if they take your tax money, if they don't let you claim your children on your taxes after you're divorced, if they shame you for how you spend your money during or after the relationship, if they prevent you from using your car so you can go take care of your financial stuff, if they stop you from working because of they want control of you, all of these things can be connected to financial abuse. And very often when we come out of one of these relationships, We end up with destroyed credit. We have nowhere to go, no credit, no nothing. So what are we supposed to do? Well, one of the first things you can do is work on fixing your credit before you leave if you haven't left yet. The first thing you have to do is actually pull your credit report. Now, these days, as we all know, there are lots of places you can do that for free. I just found out about this place called Credit Sesame and by the way, this place did sponsor this video, but I went ahead and I did what they suggested. I went on their website. I checked my credit. My credit was a lot better than I thought. Yay. But I also loved some of the other stuff they had going on on this website. For example, one of the things that I have going on with my credit is that I have zero debt. It turns out that's not a great thing. They want you to have some debt and so it they offered me different options to increase my credit. So maybe I could get one of these credit cards and they gave me applications where I could click through and sign up for one. Or maybe I could get a personal loan and they gave me some options for that. Now that alone will not increase your credit. But here's a couple of things. Number one, a personal loan could totally help you get into a new place. Number two, A credit card could help you in your new life as well and if you just use a small amount and pay it each month, that can increase your credit. The thing is when you're going through this, as you get through the leaving of the narcissist, going through the divorce, all of this stuff. There are so many different things that can affect your credit negatively, but pile financial abuse on top of it and my gosh, there's almost no chance that you're going to have amazing credit. So what you have to recognize is that credit really is one of the most important things that we could possibly have going on for ourselves. You need credit for your whole life, for cars, houses, college, for your kids, etc, etc. That's what I liked about this website because Credit Sesame It's not just a credit report. It also gives you those personalized tips based on what your credit score is and based on what you've done in the past, as well as what you do as you go forward, because each month they offer you new personalized tips and ideas for improving your credit. I mean, I think that's a huge deal. And another thing I really liked about this, and this is something that's going to help you as a survivor of this type of abuse, is that you can sign up for a free account and automatically get up to $50,000 in protection for identity theft. Now that alone, in my opinion, is worth the five minutes it takes to sign up and get your credit report. It's completely free. They didn't ask me for any credit card information. It was just, I went in there, I entered my information and I got my stuff right then. Now there is a premium thing that they offer, but I didn't even sign up for that. I don't even know what it's all about. I just know that the free tool was amazing to me. I couldn't believe the significance That was involved with that. The report was so thorough. I think what it comes down to is that it kind of shows you what's possible and that's something that we all need, right. We all need to know what's possible and when we're dealing with having dealt with a narcissist who's a financial abuser, we don't even really know. So maybe if you take a few minutes and you go to creditsesame.com and you sign up for the free report, you will have a better idea of what you're really dealing with. You might have way better credit than you think. I did, I was shocked. I thought I didn't have much credit at all because I don't have any debt. I've paid off all my debt, but I haven't opened new credit cards. I try not to use credit cards. And so for me, it was kind of iffy. I was like, I don't even really want to put my information in there, but I did and I was shocked, pleasantly surprised. And one more thing I just want to add, despite what a lot of people are going to tell you, going to a site like Credit Sesame does not negatively affect your credit score these days. So head over to creditsesame.com, check your credit score and then move on to the next step. The next thing you're going to want to do is check for unauthorized accounts opened by your spouse. In some cases they may even be allowing someone else to access that line of credit. So check, you can see this some of this stuff on your credit report and then you're going to want to get organized. And that's especially true when you've dealt with financial abuse. So one thing you can do is you can just make a whole list that shows all of your different bills that you pay and different account numbers and how you reach those people. Now, I've done this for me just because it helps me stay sane. Another thing I've done is I've put people that I call often into my phone. So for example, I keep forgetting who my garbage company is (laughs) because there are several around here, but our our subdivision requires us to use a certain one. And so I was calling all these different garbage companies to try to figure it out each time. So finally, I started putting these things in my phone. So now it says current garbage company, this name, as of this date, as the (laughs) the contact information, but it works, it helps. The next thing you're gonna want to do if you're preparing for this is make sure you write down all of the numbers and the account numbers and names of different places where you both have joint credit together, because like I said a lot of times you're not going to see that stuff during the relationship or you might see it and not be allowed to do anything about it, but when you are ready to go you're gonna want to have a list of those things so you can make calls and say hey we're not together anymore, take my name off this account or at least to let them know hey there's a divorce pending right now. You're going to want to open a new checking account in your name. That's the next step. Make sure you go to a credit union or a bank that you know is reputable and find out, you know, what the minimum amount is. Go ahead and open yourself a separate checking account. Make sure you put someone on that account as the POD, the person who gets paid if something happens to you, because that way if God forbid something happens, you can make sure your child or a trusted friend or family member has access to that money if needed and not your ex. In some cases, you can ask the credit card companies, hey, can you issue me a new credit card in just my name? You might be surprised how often that works if your ex has been paying the bills. If at all possible, close all joint accounts that you have with this person or at least have your name removed. That's really important. No matter what, do your very best to keep paying those bills on time if possible. Even one late payment can sometimes really down your credit score. Obviously your most important bills are going to be your credit cards only because of your credit score, like I said I'm not a credit card person, your home payment or your rent and then of course your utilities and then you're gonna also have to think about things like a vehicle food etc. If you're in a situation where you can't pay your electric bill one month or something like that, just call the company and communicate with them. Very often they'll give you a bit of an extension or they'll work out some kind of budget deal with you. Another thing you can think about is many churches have programs and there are other places like our electric company around here has a program called like Dollar Help and you can check a little box on your bill and pay an extra dollar to help people in need. You might qualify for some of those programs. Other things to consider is if you don't have a job, you might qualify for food stamps or even financial help, depending on your situation. And if your ex takes away your health insurance, in some cases, you or your children might qualify for Medicaid. You've got to always think about your state or your area's Different laws. Double check everything with your attorney or your local authorities because every place is different. Every state is different. And so you need to know what the laws are where you live before you take any action at all. The next thing you're going to want to do is really get savvy. Start really digging in and learning how can I do better for myself financially? What are the things I can do to improve my credit score? Who can I talk to to drop the things off my credit that my ex created for me? Is there anything I can do? Should I file bankruptcy? You have to think about all of these things as you're going through this. Remember that money, even though it has been used against you, if you have been financially abused, money is just energy and you have a choice of whether you can stress out or not. I think the first and most important thing to realize is that you can't stress about something that you can't control and you can control so much more of this than you think. Making phone calls to creditors makes a huge difference in the way that they handle your debt. Communication is always key and don't forget to tell your story. If you have been abused by someone financially and you're able to tell that to a creditor, sometimes they'll work with you a little more often than you would think actually. Remember that retail therapy isn't always the way to go when you're dealing with a divorce, especially if you're trying to get together money to get out of there, but anything you can do to save a few bucks in this process will make a huge difference. Have an income, live on a budget, make sure you go to Credit Sesame and check that credit score monthly just to see where you're at and to make sure that the narcissist hasn't opened up any new bills in your name when you weren't looking. Make sure that your joint accounts and debts are managed as soon as you possibly can. Make sure you communicate with creditors who you can't afford to pay right now and ask for help. Help is available more often than you think. Like I said, you can check with your local government, you can check with local churches, local women's groups, local men's groups, domestic violence agencies, all sorts of things are available to you if you just ask. As Carlita said in the video the other day, She needed a vehicle and she actually got a vehicle for free because she just asked someone for help. So please don't be afraid to ask for help. Another little tip is if you're going to legally change your last name after you get divorced, go ahead and wait until you've done that before you apply for new credit. That way your new accounts will be issued in the legal name you're going to use as you go forward. Even if you need to get a secured credit card to start off with, make sure you start building your own credit up. Like I said, start a checking account. Maybe you want to pick up a small secured credit card just enough that you can sort of show A payment history that is positive in your own name. Whatever you choose to do, just make sure you take care of yourself and that you give yourself some grace. Nobody's perfect and many of us have been through financial abuse on various levels. I'm gonna go ahead and leave a link for you to my most recent video on financial abuse right there, so make sure you check that out. This brings me to the question of the day and the question of the day is have you been here? Have you done this? Have you been through financial abuse yourself and if so, what did you do to get through it? Are you going through it now? What struggles are you having? Share your thoughts, ideas and experiences in the comments section below and let's talk about it. Alright, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now don't forget before I go make sure you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here and make sure you check out the cards above as those will help you on your healing journey. While you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button right there so that we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. Now don't forget, you're never alone. You've always got your spanally. I'll see you soon.